0: Welcome to the Elise and John show. Wait, John was
1: about to warm up his
2: voice, so go ahead, go ahead and
1: do that. Ready? Thank thank you, much appreciated. Manny, Mumbley, Mice. All right, welcome to the (laughs) Elise and John show. We're so excited. We got so much uh, uh, show ahead. The Elise and John show, the podcast. It's about improv. It's about art. It's it's about BIPOC voices, and they're coming in to to. You know, just like share what they're interested in, and we get the chance and to, to hang party
2: with them. and to party <laughs> and to party like to party. a rock
1: star. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh my gosh! Look, it says Elise, and then it says yeah. John. John.
1: Whoa! Thank Whoa.
2: you. Whoa! Wow. We're getting real profesh here, thanks to Jill Bernard. This is like the moment in the <laughs> improv show where we're like, and welcome our tech, Jill Bernard. She's out here somewhere. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right, but Jeff. today we are so excited to have C. Michael Menge. C. Michael Menge is an actor, improviser, and devised theater artist. He currently has a naked stage fellowship through Pillsbury House and Theater, co starring J. Owen Eisenberg. You can catch them in December. We'll give you all of the details about how to get those tickets. Please welcome C. Michael Menge! Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey. Hey, see Michael Menge, get in just, here. Just we are, back. by the way, everybody. This is our first live stream ever. And yeah. it is for the Everybody Get In Here festival. So we're very, very happy. And thank you for everybody Get In Here for having us. Yes. <sighs> This is nice. Yeah. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing great. I'm doing hot. I'm a little sticky today. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm trying to make it cute. I'm wearing a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I don't know if we're at cute level yet. <laughs> it's aspirational.
2: <laughs> it's a little just uh, dewy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in Miami, so I just like I'm dewy year round. <laughs> yeah, a little a little dewy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd call that a glow. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's better. I'm just sharing the stream right now. If you are watching live, go ahead and share the stream.
2: All right. So, see, Michael, we have you on the show today. It is Pride Month, so happy Pride.
3: (laughs) Um, obligatory flag. There you
2: go. There you go. How are you feeling this? How are you feeling this month in June of 2021?
3: That is a big question, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm feeling all over the place. I'm feeling like at the same time, um, I'm like having this like personal breakthrough right now where I'm like feeling the happiest that I've ever been in my whole life. And also the world is a crazy, like wild, wild west style. <laughs> like every time I hear a news line, I'm like, what is coming next? you know? Yes.
2: <laughs> well, I want to hear more about what is making you so happy. I feel like that's that's something we should focus on.
3: Yo, yeah. Um, I'm having this like huge breakthrough in terms of my gender right now. Um mm-hmm. Let's in... get it.
1: Zoom in on the camera, camera one shot, <laughs> slow. Camera zoomed. one, camera play one, camera me- one. Play music, dramatic music.
3: No, just my dramatic music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, feeling, I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I'm just like uh like, real talk, I, like, realized that I want to get a phalloplasty, which is a gender-affirming surgery. And, like, that mm-hmm. unlocked like, me being able to be more embodied and, like, realizing what kind of energy I'm trying to bring to the world. And, like, get how I want to, like, do the good that I want to do in the space. Um, the space being the world. Um, and uh, especially about, like, transness and trans art and, like, how I want to interact with other people in a way that... Um, mm-hmm like, feels authentic to me, because I feel like so often we're encouraged to hide or make ourselves smaller, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. as Minnesotans. Um, Like, (laughs) puritanical, like, uh, John was talking about, like, chest, a Minnesota chest, which is wearing a sweater, versus, like, (laughs) v-necks, crop tops, (laughs) mesh shirts, you know? And I'm trying to get more (laughs) into the, like, v-necks, crop tops, mesh shirts kind of, like, there at all. Um, You need to
2: come to Miami just for, like, 24 hours, and I pro <laughs> you'll head back to Minnesota buck ass naked. Okay, uh- like, be like, let's go, people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were oh, yeah. here.
3: <laughs> you were like the 12th person, like everyone that I know who's in Miami is like, Come to Miami, it's hotter <laughs> here. <laughs> everyone feels hotter, everyone looks hotter because yeah. nobody's wearing clothes. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Well, that's lovely. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling good and confident. I think that's. I think that's something that that everybody's kind of always trying to work with is finding their confidence. So that's yeah. Yeah. really
1: joyous. W- What's the surgery? If you if you can share, like, just uh, you know, as far as you can, just folks get a defining it. Yeah. What? Are, yeah. What are, what are, you what are bet. Um,
3: like real talk. This feels like yeah. wild to be saying on a podcast, but um, it's a surgery in which they like construct. Uh, a penis for you and um it like helps with bottom oh, dysphoria cool. yeah which is okay. like rad that the technology exists right now yeah. and um what? that they're like That's yeah amazing. and so i'm like looking at black doctors to be like all right lay your hands and your kind eyes on me and um
0: let's work some <laughs> magic
3: together yeah <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yeah but just yeah. like
3: in terms of like being fully embodied and not um because i feel like before yeah. i got top surgery to get my breasts removed um I was very much like ignoring a whole part of my body, which I'm mm-hmm. feeling very mm. neutral about parts of my body or, or negative about parts of my body. And I'm, I'm 25 years young and I am uh, just like very much in pursuit of joy and pleasure for myself. That is value centered. Good. Um, and for other people too. So I feel like that's the moment like a phalloplasty feels like oh, there's so much I
2: want to deconstruct. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's, I want to, I want to, zoom in on embodiment because embodiment to me is so so important um i am for for many reasons zoom
1: in camera two camera two on elise zoom two, in the music
2: um <laughs> <laughs> so embodiment for two reasons number one yes. is that uh i'm reading i i'm reading a book called patriarchy stress disorder and it talks about how and 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 it and she and i i mentioned this already a couple times on the podcast but in this book, she talks about how any oppressed class can apply the things that uh, she talks about with regard to patriarchy stress disorder. Right. So she talks about how embodiment is the answer to getting past a lot of traumas and is the answer to finding your happiness because you just need to get into your body. Right. And that's actually my approach to improv in general is embodiment. Like I just need to put myself in my body so that I can be present. So what does embodiment? You use the word embodiment. What does that mean? Like, what do you see as embodiment? Like, true Mm. embodiment?
3: Yo, that's a huge question. That's, um, today, (laughs) today I feel like embodiment is, um, a radical act of self-love. Um, and I see it as just, like, being able to love every single part of yourself and to love other people enough to show up for them Mm. as often as possible. Um, I see our bodies as, like, um like, amazing partners to us and also tools um, for us to, like, create change in the world and create connections that matter mm. um, and create, like, more pleasure. Um, yeah. And I, I like more pleasure and more joy for other people and for ourselves. So I think today I would say our body is a, is um, a place of love. And I, I have this tattoo that I just got. It says Sovereign. Um, <gasps> <What? laughs> It's like scabby and gross right now, but um, yeah. but <laughs> but it I'm, I'm in love with it. Thank you. And um, and it stands mm-hmm. for this quote from a TED talk by this amazing trans person. Um, and the quote is, "My body is a sovereign country, and my first site of resistance." And I think about our bodies as um, just like the first place that we can create mm-hmm. real radical change and love. Yeah, uh, through love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <so much. sighs> yes. Yeah. Thank
2: you, Stacey. Great yeah. question. and great answer. Mostly great answer. I love it. That oh. is so beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And also you mentioned value. Um, you said earlier, uh, show- yeah. stop it, Stacey. Leave me alone. I cry at everything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Call out <laughs> posts.
2: Call out <laughs> posts. <laughs> um, the... <laughs> what I wanted to ask was you also talk about value, right? Like showing yeah. in your t- talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, you bet. I think
3: values are so important. I wish I wish like in all of the work to fight anti-oppression, I feel like I wish everyone would just get a journal first. <laughs> like if I'm <laughs> honest, I wish like I wish the work was, like, you get a journal, you get a nice pen. I'm talking a G2 pen. Somebody, like, sets you up in a cafe or something or, like, a cozy part of your house, turns on some nice lights or something, like the lights in John's background. And it's just, like, all right. like (laughs) String lights. Everybody loves a string light, okay? Yes, Yes, everyone does, all right? (laughs) Anti-impression string lights. And, like, (laughs) and somebody sets you up. And then you just, like, have to do some real digging about, like, what you care about, what your value, what you think your values are mm-hmm. and whether or not you feel like you're living those values. Cause I feel like so many, like so often people are like, well, I didn't mean anything by it, you know, yeah. or like, I didn't mean to hurt you. Or I didn't mean to like do whatever. Um, and like, they'll use that as a defense or something, but I'm like, you're not living your values, and that's on you. Like, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. And
3: and that they think that they're doing really well, and they're not doing very well because they're treating the people around them poorly. Because the things that right. they say that they want to be doing, they're not actually checking in to be like, oh, am I? Like, <laughs> am I doing that thing? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Am I? Like, do I value deep connection with other people and do I say hi to people even like out on the street like do I Mm. like how what does my friend group look like you know like is my friend group diverse like if my friend group isn't diverse then that means that like I'm not trying hard enough to like support the people that I say that I mean to be connecting with um so values are and I, I I um look to my values as like a litmus test <laughs> to be like, am I on track? I have no idea what I'm doing at any point, like 10 minutes yeah. from now. I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, two seconds yeah. from now, I don't know what I'm going to say or tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I don't know where I'll move. I don't know where I'll live. I don't know anything about the future, but In I Miami apparently. right now. Miami apparently. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's nice there. I love a trip. <laughs> so yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but but that I think like when we know what our values are and like do the vulnerable work of figuring out Mm -hmm. what our values are and figuring out like, what are the ways that I can be living this shit, um, on a daily basis and a moment by moment basis as often as possible, even when it's hard. Um, Mm -hmm. if we say we value communication, that means that we actually say the things that need to be said. We actually name Mm -hmm. our boundaries. We actually name when we fuck up. We actually name when things feel bad or when things feel good, like all of the above. Um, Mm -hmm then i think then i think like some big real change happens and then we can actually engage with the work because we know i feel like especially white people cis white middle class people who mm-hmm. do not have disabilities i'm talking to you um i i feel like so often even allies to the cause or causes will be like white supremacy sucks and blah 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 and like but they're not thinking about like how their identities show up for them like they're not yeah. thinking specifically about themselves it's about mm-hmm. like some abstract cause and yeah. so i'm like your values take away the abstract and like, right. show yeah. you who you are
1: yeah that's great that's amazing uh, what do you say to the kid who uh who you give the journal to in, in, in pencil and the, the lights right what do you say to the kid g2 that
2: pen says, okay the G2 pen they're
1: they're
3: sponsoring us um, (laughs) pilot G2
1: (laughs) wow that's amazing Um, what do you say to them that says uh, when they say I'm afraid afraid
3: Mm. of
1: even writing what my thoughts are because I've been told to be afraid of even going there Mm. you know
3: yeah yeah I would say several things I would say one um, your thoughts are not your actions and you're not a bad person um, I would say like, even if you're acting, <laughs> Oh my god! someone linked to G2 <laughs>
0: I'm
3: screaming. Like, Jill Bernard
2: is like the ultimate
3: tech people hire her. Yes, please, please. <laughs> um, yeah, like your thoughts are not, are not, um, who you are. Like you don't have to, like the, I feel like so often we get caught up in good person, bad person, and that's like mm. not helpful. I want to know what you do I want to know what you like how you act how you're in relationship with people Um, and I would say that I love that person and that like what a big vulnerable like process to start and Mm -hmm. I would remind that person that um, that they're resilient like you've made Mm -hmm. it through literally everything that has ever happened to you in your life and you've been through some shit like I don't know anybody who's never been through some shit And, like, a 100% of the time you've made it through that. And, like, imagine how how good it's going to feel and what kind of person you're going to be on the other side of it if you, like, actually do the work and, like, actually give yourself the space to reflect and give yourself space to change and, like, just radically, like, create a whole new life for yourself.
2: And our, and our hmm. thoughts, first of all, everybody rewind the, at least the last, from the beginning of this show, just start again, because it was okay. like everybody needs to just listen to all of that one more good time and use your G2 pen to write notes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, G2, send us a paycheck. Um, I, I was going to say that our thoughts are also a product, product of emotions, which are a product of just reactions to things that go on around us. So our thoughts are, are not only are they not a, not who we are, but they are just a kind of like a lens into how we're feeling and what we're going through, and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. So mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and everybody does need to get a journal and distill all that stuff before they start talking all, all that shit.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> yes. And on the and on the flip too, like for the young, for the young, uh, for the young person who who is looking for guidance, who is Mm -hmm. trans, who is queer, who is trying to figure some sort of way into, they just know they do this art, whatever their art is. They just know they have their heroes in this art, whatever that art is. And they know that they are, not going to fit in this world as
2: Ooh, camera three, camera three, camera three, camera three They
1: just know that being (laughs) cis is not for them. They never really fit into whatever the the gender box and all that stuff. This isn't them, but they have this art. How do they begin to look at this journal as a a, a source, a tool as a beautiful relationship that they can have to help them? Because right now maybe it's scary. Now like shifting the the person that we're talking to. Mm
3: Mm-hmm Yeah. Yeah. That's a great
1: question. I have no, that's a question
3: I ask myself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Literally every day. I'm like, hi, young person, Mm -hmm. like in the mirror, like, what are you like, how do you, how do you like begin this journey? And how do you um, like keep Mm -hmm. doing this work every single day? But, um, but I would say that um, I like, I wrote a whole thing about like, like reminders for trans youth. Um, of just like just kind of like a love letter for trans youth Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. and so much of it is just like you're gonna find your people yeah you're gonna find your people and that's gonna be like life changing for you because I feel like yeah growing up at least I didn't have a sense of future um Mm -hmm. because I didn't see anybody who was like me I didn't know any trans people growing up I didn't meet a trans person until I was in college and even when I did I met white trans people who were like affluent and i was like i'm not like that i guess i'm a cis lady i guess i'm a cis lady and mm-hmm. like in somewhere in the back of my <laughs> which is like wild logic you know like when i think back so, and some of them yeah. were like i want to move to japan and i was like i don't want to move to japan so i guess i'm a woman <laughs> you know which doesn't make any yeah. sense at all <laughs> yeah. um I yeah I
2: to japan because i don't yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um but, but like actually meeting like I, I remember the moment that I met a trans man who is who is o Eisenberg who's um who now I get to make art with and we're like very good friends um but I was TAing a class that he was teaching at Children's Theatre Company and I thought it was a woman I was wearing a dress and everything I was like really playing my part I was acting baby um and uh but I'm like meeting him destroyed my world. Yeah. It like totally mm. ruined my world in the best possible way because I was like, Holy fuck. People like me exist. They yeah. live past a certain age. Yeah. Like mm. they live past twenty. They have beautiful hair mm. and eyes. <laughs> and like they thrive you They are smell good. They ride bikes and thrive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People yes. can thrive. So, yeah. um, so I feel like trying to meet people and like trying to find those beacon people who feel like your people like Mm -hmm. I would say like the journal is important for you and I would also say sometimes put that journal down Mm -hmm. like put that journal down and go and try to meet some people and if that's on if that starts online in secret great Incognito browser that shit like find your people make your account online Mm -hmm. or something and then as soon as you can like meet people in person try to meet as many trans people as possible in person and then like because you're yeah. going to find some, like, you just throw spaghetti at the wall of like, maybe is it you? Are you my people? Yeah. Are you my people? Are you my people? And somebody's yeah. going to be your people and something is going to unlock inside of you. And, and it, yeah. it might be someone who's really similar to you or someone who's very different. And that, like, reflection point yeah. is going to do mm. something amazing for you and also fucking terrifying. <laughs> like, coming out is yeah. horrifying. yeah it's absolutely yeah. terrifying, like, especially in this world. It's never, there's never been a better time for trans people. And at the same time, it's a shit time for trans people mm-hmm. because cis mm-hmm. people may get shit. So,
1: so, and- talk about that. So, finding your people, if you're, if, you're, if you're trans, right? You're a young person, you're trans, talk about the importance of hanging out with just other trans folk uh, versus like, you know, you can't really bring up stuff if you're around, you know, cis folk. I'm imagining that you could if you're around your, you know, your trans friends and family. Like, that's just a different. Thing that you can't really I don't know everyone
2: just, speaks the same language when you're around your trans people versus having to mm-hmm. speak almost a different
1: yeah yeah talk uh, to the specifics yeah. that you're getting in that tra- yeah what are those things yeah. you can't replace
3: yeah um I would say actually though because of the yeah. world that we live in it's not like all trans people speak the same language. It's actually like, there's a lot of internalized shit that happens. Mm. Like you got to find,
0: because there's so
3: much, because there's so much like English language was not made for transness. Like, It just Mm -hmm. wasn't. It was made for binary, cisgender, like heterosexual people, and everybody else is trying to make
2: up words there. I just want to go into every time you say something, I'm like, let's go there, go in there, and then you keep talking. (laughs) No, go there. No, go there.
1: (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. So I
2: want to. I want you to finish, please, answering what John just asked you, and then I want to. I want to talk about the English language specifically. Okay, but but please continue. That was so interesting. Great.
1: We're just being some cis basic bitches.
2: <laughs> how dare
3: you you're not basic bitches you're just bitches, <laughs> <laughs> just <as>
1: bitches.
3: Um, <laughs> um yeah what was i saying um about um the english language wasn't made yeah Yeah. internalized shit so like sometimes you'll run into trans people who hate trans people Mm. which is just because that's a product of the society that we live in like even as i'm like prepping to get this like amazing surgery that works for me when i'm googling online i'm finding other trans people being like i would never get a phalloplasty i would never get one you gross like even stuff like that because It's easier to fit in with cis people if you hate yourself and you're trans.
0: It's easier to fit in
3: with white people if you hate yourself and you're black. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. because it like benefits Mm -hmm. the people who are not you. Because it benefits the systems of power. So, so I would say, like, I have some amazing cis friends who like I can, I can talk all day about, um, about being trans and feel very heard by them and very listened to. And at the same time, it's like it just takes so much like the empathy and imagination of there are a lot of cis people who are not ready to totally imagine what it's like to reinvent your entire world because that's what you have to do in your trans you discover yourself into Mm -hmm. existence Mm -hmm. because most of the time you didn't grow up hearing about trans people seeing trans people right which Mm -hmm. means like and and you said, not only have I not really seen this, but I am this and I'm going to live this way. And I have no idea what that means. And the idea of throwing out every single thing that you knew about what you yep. were as a person or most of them, is like, a lot of people are not ready to engage with that idea on a deep level. Mm-hmm. So I would say like, that's yeah. one of the issues that I run into with cis people, but with trans people, it's like, well, of course, like, we radically change all the time. Like, you yeah. you had to have, you imagined yourself to this place and, like, found a way to survive up until this moment. Yeah. And yeah. so there's, so there's, like, the resilience of being trans, and there's also this, um, like, materialization of being trans, where, like, you created this world that yeah. you're living in. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just want to say that uh Discover Yourself into Existence is the name of this episode.
1: Oh yeah. Oh thank you, great. everybody.
2: Thank you, C Michael. That <laughs> is <very laughs> genius. Because and also, you know yeah. what that makes me think of is how 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 that must feed into your art. And like in improv, we are discovering ourselves into existence our characters into an existence every single time we step on stage so yeah so what what a skill set right like i i've learned yeah. now i have a, i have a friend who is every time she talks i'm like are you buddha like how do you do these things <laughs> and she yeah. she calls like all every time we're talking about trauma or some sort of like thing that we're going to or, or through or that like oh us having to manage certain life circumstances she's like this is a skill like you're create you're you're working on this skill so what you're saying about discovering yourself into existence right that is the skill that that Mm -hmm. not many people have so i wonder how all of that feeds into your art and the and the work that you're doing
3: yeah yeah definitely does i think um i'm biased oops Um, but um, I'll acknowledge it but I think (laughs) I think trans people tend to actually be really good at improv Mm -hmm. um, without having done it before and I feel the same way about like people of color black people indigenous people um, at the same time because of the way that we have to like put on different hats and play different characters in our everyday lives Um, and so I and I feel like improv is so Improv to me is way ahead of stage theater because I do lots of stage theater, um, like scripted theater. um, There's a playwright. There's a director, you know, Mm -hmm. but it feels like like improv can be at the speed of human change. And like theater is not theater is at the speed of a playwright that took years to write the play that is now sometimes obsolete Mm -hmm. by the time that you're putting it on stage. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I think playwriting is yeah. very important, and at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm like Wah. sometimes, yeah, it's not. Um, so, like the the way that my transness and queerness and blackness, and because they're all intertwined, I'm never mm-hmm. like just trans and, and not black at the same time, um, mm-hmm. is shows up on stage. Is like I want to play trans tropes, like not like harmful tropes, not like all the trans people. Die yeah. alone, mm-hmm. uh, and sol- in isolation or something, which is like what other? That's like those are cis tropes about transness. I want to play trans tropes. Like mm-hmm. I want to play mm-hmm. like, like I'm thinking about all the trans mask people that I know who like. Yeah we get to name ourselves and we name ourselves things like Ezra A- yes. Jay, you know, just like, we really just like, I want to play characters with those names. I want to play non-monogamous yeah. characters on stage who are in like yeah. really fun, like relationship structures that are totally normal. Um, I want to yeah. play like yeah. queer platonic relationships on stage. I love to do that shit in improv as often as possible. Like you often mm-hmm. get into spaces with, sit straight people where they're like what is going on like we're in some <laughs> bizarre world i don't understand right. but i'm like yeah. so like can you rock with me when yeah. i add in like astrology into the scene?" oh hell yeah like, i can like, yeah. love Yes, exactly yeah. exactly you know or like tarot, or like you just like yeah yeah can you rock with it um and so right. so i catch myself like really wanting to dick around with um with relationship structures mm-hmm. with the genders of my characters i love playing characters that yeah. switch their pronouns mid-scene um or yeah. like in, in different scenes like have different pronouns or like have multiple sets of pronouns and stuff like just because i'm like
2: that's my world you know you say that and there's a I know a theater person very very theater person who i've many times before 2020 right I, I was, of course, I used to call myself the squeaky wheel because I would always say shit, and then it would be like, okay, we're gonna pretend at least didn't say that, right? Like, and I and I and I would say like, uh, yes, thank you, Stacey, always all over the astrology, and I would say that. um And I would say, like, I don't need to, like, I don't even need to name my gender on stage. Like, why do we need to do that? And this theater person would be like, but the audience sees gender. I'm like, that's their fucking problem. (laughs) Like, (laughs) What do you, and, and I would also, and you're saying these things that I'm thinking back to the times where I would, I, I'm straight, at least up until now. And I, um, have been in many, in many shows, I will automatically just call somebody my wife like just to just to completely normalize it before 2020 and i would in most in most scenes in fact i would call somebody my wife and and i could see the moment where they're like but are you a man but uh, like how does this work and i'm like no you're just my wife (laughs) like period so so it's important what you're saying is important and Mm -hmm. every improviser in the world is listening right now and not only for selfish reasons but because this is important (laughs) This is important.
3: Yeah. I want to go in, too, on the, on the like, uh, the audience mm-hmm. is going to read gender every single time. I love that. Because that's totally true. I feel that way about yeah. being out in the world, too, as trans. Because some people are like, well, you present. You wear crop tops. Mm-hmm. You, you wear an earring. You present feminine. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't present shit. Mm-hmm. I present my gender. I express my gender. And mm-hmm. you read it as feminine. You read it as woman. You read my hips as woman. You read my my, my mannerisms, my voice, whatever, as woman. Like You're going to read it. And and so I feel like um, for also all the trans people listening, I hope, A, I hope you're listening. (laughs) And B, um, just like reminders to us both that um, you don't got to try to express yourself as shit. Like other people are going to read what they're going to try to, what they're going to read and like there may be like you may face repercussions for that and that's real but like it's not like you've done anything wrong you can just be your gender and your gender Mm -hmm. looks however it is Mm -hmm. and like i have a non-binary body i'm a non-binary person like i'm a non-binary guy i don't know what that means i'm man light i don't know what that means i got some words you know but (laughs) yeah
1: Mm -hmm. i'm so proud of you see that's so that's such a like and I, and, and I say that because you you stood up for yourself first. And then as a result, I think it's, you know, uh, you, just, you didn't want to be in this predicament. Nobody wants to be in this situation in life where you have to make big life changes that are dangerous for yeah. your life and they threaten yourself and other people. Nobody asked for that, but we but we, here we are, right? We find ourselves in this situation. I'm so proud of you for consistently and giving yourself that grace, giving yourself patience to just like, mm-hmm. hey, all right, we're, we're going to get, we'll figure it out, but we may not figure it out right now. And that's, and I've seen you time and time again. Like, okay, I don't got it to turn. will figure it out next time. That's cool. But you, you keep showing up and you keep doing it. And then, um, in that, that tug of war, I see in front of me, the, between cis and trans folk, well, trans folk having to declare, uh, what is the truth, and then cis folks having to mm-hmm. play this tug of war by themselves, really, about what is gender and wh- who's actually taking responsibility. I, I see that you presenting this way, and it's, uh, well, you must be one of the two gen- you know, and that whole back and forth now that you're saying it, they're really doing that with themselves and what they perceive to be How society works.
2: Yeah, like where to how to place themselves and what does that mean for them in society? That's
1: right. Yeah. And the conversation is really for cis folks to figure out who they are, it isn't for trans folks to figure out who they are. No, we're doing
2: that work. Get a journal. Get a fucking journal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We already told you. You
2: know what? Stop right now, rewind this episode, and start again. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs)
3: Oh, you had wanted to talk about the English language?
2: Yes. Tell me more. Tell me more about why you feel that um, that the English language is not trans... Would I say friendly? Is not trans-inclusive.
3: Oh, yo. Um... In one way I feel like it is only that we add new words all the time to the English language. Like every single year we're adding new language. Right. And sometimes there's pushback on members of queer community for like, oh, LGBTQIA plus, you know, like what what is like why do y'all keep adding words? I just learned what the last word was. And I'm like, the the thing is, <laughs> the thing is like A, our language was built to grow. That's why we add words all the time. And B, like, the reason why there are so many words is because there weren't any words at all for us. There weren't any words for... Que- no. Like, there, we, queer people... Like, we're not new. I feel like the words are no. new and we're not new. Like, we've been... Gender nonconforming people, trans people, like, two-spirit people. No. We've been here since the beginning of time. We ain't new. Gay people ain't new. Queer people ain't new. Right. You know? No. Um, but... um. But we've had to create our own language and so sometimes you'll find like pods of people using the same language and so Mm -hmm. they'll be like, here's the word, like here's the word that we use and then you'll find Mm -hmm. other pods of people who relate in a really similar way but use totally different language because Mm -hmm. because we've had to be these like wordsmiths inventing our own words for ourselves for so long. Um, so that's why there are so many words. It's just like, what a beautiful thing is that we're trying, Mm -hmm. we're trying to speak ourselves into existence too, in part so that we can just raise our hands and say, who all here's gay? Like, (laughs) who all here is trans? (laughs) Who all here is gender nonconform? When I say I'm man light, does that, does anybody raise their hand? Like, what does that Mm -hmm. mean for you? You know? Um, so I, I think words are very important in that way. And I also think words should be thrown out all the time. I just, um, (laughs) like, I think sometimes we get so attached to labels that we use them. We use a label as a goal and not a label as a reflection of where we actually are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, I want to live in a world in which we have tons of words and it's normal for people to change their words all the time. Like I might have a new word for my gender tomorrow. I don't know. I might come out as a man. I might like come out as something else. I might be a gender. I don't know where I'm going to be taken, but like the words that I use might shift and change. And that, like, we can normalize that and not be like, oh, what a burden to me.
2: (laughs) I have to learn another thing. I think people are resistant because of ego. Because what if I get, like, from, what if I get it wrong? And what if I'm the person that offended a trans person? Like, I can't be the person that offended somebody that's trans. Like, then what am I going to look? I'm going to get canceled, right? And I think Mm. that's, that's that's a load of bullshit. Like, I think we just need to be okay with, with not knowing everything and with learning as we go and with apologizing if we have to.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Off of that too. I feel like it's the, like, people don't believe that they're resilient. Like you don't Mm. believe that you can take negative Mm. feedback and survive that. So you won't let in negative feedback or you just try to avoid it by skirting past it, but it's like mm-hmm. you're resilient enough to handle that and to incorporate it mm-hmm. if you're brave and bold enough to. So do mm-hmm. that
2: shit. Yeah.
1: Bitch. That Bitch. it was implied. It was implied. That's great. Yeah. We're, um, oh, I want to let's talk about some art. What, what's this? What's your favorite kind of improv to do today? But I mean, you know. Like, what's your favorite style of goof- goofy or fun or serious? or You know, wh- wh- where do you feel like, oh, yeah. When we play like this, I love it. <laughs>
3: I would say goofy. I would say, like, yeah. I love, like, if we're having a great time, I think we did yeah. a great scene. And I don't care if the audience <laughs> is like, what the fuck was the plot? Like, <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> a little bit. I'm like, it's not, like, if we were having a great time, the audience is going to pick up on that energy anyway. Like, yeah. so I-, I love to play, like, silly i love to sometimes i love to play like really um sometimes very embodied sometimes very intellectual it depends Mm -hmm. on the moment of just like i love a character who will just like really go into the logic of something that doesn't make any goddamn sense um (laughs) just like really trying to drill down on some nonsense um that brings me a lot of joy yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. and then like Like a detective (laughs) who doesn't know facts but (laughs) thinks that's how it works yeah
3: exactly yeah i love that yeah a very bad private investigator i would say and mm-hmm. i have been really jamming on um i have a friend who i met in an improv class at huge and um we our play styles work really really well together yes. and we're both vaccinated so right now like just yesterday we did some improv in my living room and so like yes. i'm really jamming on living room improv right now it's just like <laughs> it really yeah. is about like us having a really good time um oh, and like God, yeah. trying mm-hmm. to like build like queer worlds together and then just like toss them out and they're just for us oh i love that yeah
2: it's just for you yeah
1: yes oh my god that is so strong that's so powerful but that must be so good to like build them connections you know like nobody can Mm -hmm. take you off your identity in the world once you've built it in here you can't stop somebody yeah. from believing that that can happen or it is happening. We've and it's yours.
2: Built it. It's yours. It's done. A lot of a lot of what you say, see, Michael, reminds me, and I feel like I'm always this person that either brings it back to yoga or astrology. But <laughs> <laughs> a lot of what you say is is making me think of yoga. Like I I do yoga on a regular basis, and it it's like what you're talking about is embodiment and alignment right? And that's what we're doing is you're you're aligning yourself with your values and you are making sure that you're having an embodied experience. And that is all what we're striving to do in yoga. Like we're working really hard to, to, to be in our bodies and to align ourselves. And, and it just reminds me so much of that. And it's so, it's so wise. And even like you're doing improv for yourself in your living room is, is so not from ego, right? Like, we're out here like, oh, look at my pun. It's good, right? It's good. It's good. <laughs> Everybody's there. You got it? So yeah. so I think that it's, I think it's so, it's so wise and it's so, um, it's so soulful. Mm. Yeah. Like a downward dog. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Soulful. Like a downward dog. That's a soulful. soulful. Like, like a dog. downward what? dog. What? Uh, good <laughs> br- <cake>. um. <laughs> oh rising yeah. sun i don't know him rising <laughs> sun i don't know him <laughs> <laughs> rising sun. what sign are you see michael what is your zodiac uh, um
2: <laughs> i'm a pisces um, birthday I... exact birthday though oh like, february 23rd february tw- so you're on the cusp okay. of aquarius i'm and a cusp pisces. i'm a cuspy um
3: but i feel more pisces very much okay. so yeah i'm a pisces sun Taurus moon cancer rising the
2: Pisces is mature the Pisces is very is the oldest sign of the zodiac so you represent the elder of the zodiac
3: wow yeah that's why I, I feel like a baby so I love that <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you know why sometimes they say that Pisces do feel or maybe even like throw mini tantrums like babies is because what happens when we when we get older is that we become stubborn and kind of like we don't want nobody to fuck with us and leave me alone, right? Like we feel it's <laughs> almost like we revert back to being children.
3: <laughs> oh. Funny. Um,
2: so, but it's it's interesting to me that I just said, like, you're wise, and, and then you're like, Oh, I'm a Pisces. I'm like, Yeah, no shit, because you're the oldest sign. <laughs> You've been around for many, many lives. I have a friend whose daughter is a Pisces, and one day my friend was telling her daughter, like, you know, you can't do this, right? Like she was kind of reprimanding her, and her daughter looks at her and she's like, you know. You're my mom now, but I used to be your mom. Mm. <laughs> and she was like, oh mm. shit. Fuck. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> all right. So, anyway, wow. Pisces, yeah, she quit. And then it was like a moment where we were all just like, Whoa. and then we kind of let the moment pass and we're like, yo, what am I going to do? This is my mom. Like, I can't fucking <laughs> yeah. <tell her> shit. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's the epitome for me of a Pisces. And that's, that's wild. Yeah. Lived many lives and you're here mm. to tell us about ourselves. And that's good. I hope so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Your cat. You have a cat. Yeah.
3: That's crisis. Um. Crisis. <laughs> crisis?
2: Shit. You bet. Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Crisis. Crisis. Daughter of Isis. Yeah, yeah. Look at this cute <laughs> little. That's I'm
2: going to call you crisis. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much. My sister named the cat at first. She was like, you should name them oblivion. And I was like, whoa.
1: Your no, got- thank you. A really dark sense of humor. Yeah,
3: very dark sense of humor. But, but cri- yeah. I want something lighter. How about Crisis? So this <laughs> was in like 2019, so <laughs> little <laughs> yeah. did bond. you know?
1: Trauma Bond. No, just- <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I'm screaming, John. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma
2: bond. Damn, that's a good name for the episode too. But I'm gonna leave it at discovering yourself into existence. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. There we go. Love that. Uh, what it what what a really um when you're playing with uh um because you, t- you took the class and we have tracks they at huge um one of them is the um man my my memory but it was made up of trans folk women is it the amplifying non-body. voices track yeah amplifying voices track where I believe there there was the start of like a real a real discussion, meaning, like, it now is official. It's been taken to a certain level, and we recognize it as a thing. That thing is, please don't gender me in scenes. I won't gender you, and we will have a great scene regardless. Trust me, right? Like, that whole thing. That yeah. That's easy in theory, right? We could all think it, but, like, that shows up for people in their body in different ways, and in the improv, and, yeah, you know, that whole process for, for you, yeah, I just, I, mean, I want to know, like, what along the way, what what you picked up on that journey about yourself and other people?
3: Oh, you mean like the like the journey of um, not gendering other people and, and yeah,
1: scenes? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like its concept is easy for you, yes, all that. But as you do it and you put it into practice, right, that changes. Your, I'm assuming it changes your world in off stage, yeah. on in mm-hmm. stage, all that.
3: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. You bet. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say in general, like we're conditioned to gender people immediately within like yeah. a second of seeing them. Yeah. Um out in the world, every in our everyday lives. Um, so like I would say in my private life, I make a practice of not gendering people in general, because I don't I don't know, yep. based on yeah. like even like based on people's expression, it, it expression doesn't mean shit um mm-hmm. in terms of gender identity. They could be like they could seem like they're completely at odds um mm-hmm. and not be. Um so um in scenes I would say like if you haven't been doing that work, it's new. Like, it's new to not be like, mm-hmm. you're my mom in the scene or <laughs> yeah. my brother, you know, like that, that's actually like, it takes a moment to get out of that practice. If you haven't been like practicing in your everyday life, just not gendering people based on their expression. So
2: I, I wonder if, if we can have in improv in general as a community, um, discussions on alternative language, right? Like you're my parent, you're my siblings. Or you're my sibling. You're my twin. You're my cousin. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that's... Because I'm always trying to find a way... Like As we progress and I have more conversations and I learn from people, like I'm learning from you, uh, because you were my mom before. (laughs) 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 In my last life. (laughs) Do your Um, laundry. Um. My my Pisces. My Pisces. uh, (laughs) Apparently, like my friend's child. Um, I wonder if... I wonder how how we can make it more inclusive in general in improv and how we can teach as teachers. Like, from the first thing I think of always is like, how can I how can I in- improve this as a teacher in improv? So I wonder what are the best ways. I'm just kind of like running through my mind, like if when we're having these conversations on gender in class, name it as the relationship versus naming it, calling it mom or dad, or versus calling it sister or brother. Does that does that sound right, or does is that me being like, is that too much?
3: <laughs> I you know that's a hard one. I I don't know if I can answer that question because in part yeah. like that is you gendering it too. You're just gendering it neutrally in part. So like in some ways,
2: so you feel like in the back of my like you feel like subconsciously I'm I'm calling you I'm looking at you as mom, but I am calling you parent and treating you as what would be considered mom
3: I feel like that only in scenes with some people with some people I'm like you don't gotcha. see my gender mm-hmm. so you can't gender me instead like you're mm-hmm. calling me parent but I'm watching the gears turn of like you are my I mother see. um okay, okay <laughs> yeah got happening it. but mm-hmm. I would say I would say like um na- one way to get around that is to name your own relationship to the other person to be like as your friend I'm
2: your dog mm-hmm. <laughs> as your friend like talking,
3: right yeah Blah blah blah. Yeah. Or like As your child, as your daughter. If I know yeah. that I'm mm-hmm.
2: woman, right? And scene, then as your daughter, I'd like to say. Exactly. Yeah, that's one way to do it. It's let, me just jump, like let me jump in.
1: While that happens, while that happens now that Elisa said I'm your daughter, right? And you're watching this, see, we're all watching this as a parent yeah. now has that choice, right? But the audience, let's say, in this theoretically, at mm-hmm. says that to me as your daughter says that to me the audience will say okay that's their dad, right? Their dad be, right but i didn't say that i didn't i didn't mm-hmm. nobody over here said dad at least not say dad so there's this gap right now you're performing and you're butting up against the audience's idea of what yeah and then and then i also i'm like well in my mind i was already your mother like and i felt like i mm-hmm. was your mother and now I, so this moment happens right
0: Mm-hmm. And this
1: is what you're talking about when you're talking about like, it's a skill. You got to work on this. this. is a real skill. Cause I know myself, there's that need to just want to go, well, let me go ahead and just be the dad. Cause I know that the audience is probably assuming that I'm going to be some, you know what I'm talking about? Like this, like, mm-hmm. let me go ahead and just, so yeah. Talk about that. Tr- like and I was talking to Jill about it either, earlier too, this idea that you got to s- just stick to your guns. You came out and you had this uh, ideal, right? And like fighting against pressures to be a certain thing and all that. Yeah. You,
3: you bet. Yeah. um. I love the audience so much and I would also say fuck the audience sometimes.
0: <laughs> <I was laughs>
2: I Sorry. catch so much flack for saying that I catch, yes. by the way I catch so much flack for saying fuck yes. the audience but this is what I'm talking about Yes, because it's just like
3: I, I I, can't play the game of guessing how you're going to read me all the time yes. I can't play that game especially because I'm like every single person in the audience is an individual person who has a bunch of different mm-hmm. experiences so I'm I often actually when I'm on stage I'm read in like 12 different ways by people I'm mm-hmm. read as a woman I'm read maybe as a trans man I'm read as a non-binary person by some people it depends on, on like who mm-hmm. and what's happening so i think that like saying like as your daughter gives the other person the opportunity to be like well as your mom you like mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. like if you want to play yeah. that like I think there's a you can create games around it too of like mm-hmm. what kind of character says as your friend you know <laughs> yeah. and what kind of character says well as your friend yeah yeah it it grounds right. us in
2: emotion like all yeah. we're ever trying to do is ground ourselves in emotion and how emotion brings a scene go to forward and how we do uh we we how we can carry the scene simply by stating an emotion and that is right where it's going to it's going to put you where you are emotionally right by saying yeah. where you are
3: Yes. This and, is also
2: so wise. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: Oh no. Um I was just gonna say too, I'm like, just be more creative. That's just like mm-hmm. that's my <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. like, you're we're playing we're literally playing makeups ups right now. Like you can yeah. we're yeah. we're here to play a game. Like let's play a game. Um, so like
2: Can I tell you that that's why I love to play animals? And there's a lot, again, a lot of improvisers like, I'm not going to play an animal. I'm like, how much do I love playing a flea on top of a dog's head?
0: right now? (laughs) Where it doesn't matter.
2: (laughs) It just doesn't like nobody even is thinking about gender in that moment, right? It's like, let me just play whatever I want to play. I would love to have that kind of freedom when we're playing humans, hopefully one day we can get to a place where not even the audience is seeing it. Like we could easily be two fleas on a dog's head or just two humans. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Which I argue yeah. is still um,
1: two fleas, but any who way. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I was going to say, humans. I was going to say that um, it's also so wise what you're saying and what you just taught me about turning it into instead, like focusing it on on the person speaking, because like even in relationships and like just emotion in general, they a therapist will tell you, don't tell your partner what they're doing or who they are. Tell them how you're feeling or tell them to put it, put it in an I statement. Right. So that's also I feel like it just goes all across the board. It's just like just talk about yourself. Why the fuck are you talking about this other person? (laughs) Yes, talk about your character because that is the gift,
3: you know? Uh huh. And like talk about memories that you have with that character too. Like, I'm what I'm thinking about is I think, um, I think a lot of improv that I have seen and done, if I'm honest, lacks agency. Okay, it lacks agency over being like, I can name like what my relationship is to somebody else, I can name what I can like have a feeling, I can like choose what my body is going to be doing in the space. Camera and one like, on seat, camera
1: of... one on seat. <laughs> I,
3: I think that's like near the end of the thought. So
1: um,
3: I, know, <laughs> I know, but just like have, have agency,
1: Yeah. I would right. say. Yeah. Yeah. As your friend, I want to give you agency. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can you be a little more, um, specific on what you mean by agency because i know i know the definition of agency but in terms of applying it to a scene
3: yeah i mean like give yourself pronouns Mm. if you want to give yourself pronouns like so find a way to use the third person for yourself so that you can give yourself pronouns so your other scene partner knows what pronouns that you use if you use or like to have a conversation ahead of time to be like all right i'm only playing men on stage today just so you know Mm. so like or or all of my characters are going to use he him or none of my characters are going to use she her so Mm -hmm. just don't use she her for me but you can use literally any other pronoun for me um like having those conversations before improv to be like I have I have the choice to say what kind of characters that I'm playing or not playing and like I think that's a gift also that you get to give your scene partner it's just to say like here's how you can address me on stage or here's like I'm not going to play animals Mm -hmm. on stage I'm black and sometimes i just like i there's a, like a power differential mm-hmm. and like i don't like it
0: yeah yeah
3: yeah, yeah. so like getting to name things like that getting to like choose your own emotion like mm-hmm. getting to um choose your own relationship to other people yeah. mm-hmm. like how much can you possibly get to choose like about your own character um, and also, still be giving gifts to your partner about like your history, gifts about what kind of person mm-hmm. that they are, like how they respond to you, like uh, yeah, yeah, their
2: their their character makeup versus the mm-hmm. outside. I see. That's this is a motherfucking mm. master class. Um
1: I love it. If you're watching, <laughs> I want to tell the audience: if you're watching along, this is also two way Straight. It's live. Feel free to in the comments, yeah, share any uh, questions or. Cons- concerns uh, if you have any questions you know or want to add to the discussion in a way please go for it
2: um i love that that uh i love when you build up and re- and okay i love when you build up an Are audience request so safe? much yes so this is from aldis okay i love when you build up an audience request so much only to revert back to a prior sketch role before the climax then just at the end of the night bam Flip the script. Okay, I got you. Defy stereotypes at every turn. I see. Yep. Mm-hmm. I dig that. That, but you, you see mm-hmm. another. Uh, and yes, velvet. Thank you. See, Michael is awesome. Mm.
0: <laughs> um, mm.
2: So, I feel like defying. St- I feel like yes, that's always a wonderful thing to be able to do and to play is to defy the stereotypes. But if we're doing it actively in our minds, it can feel tiring it's almost like we're teaching versus we're just playing yeah it's do you how does that what do you think about that because that's what that's how i feel at least especially as a as a as a latinx person that plays in a primarily white community Mm -hmm. um at the moment i feel like when i have to defy stereotypes it's like oh god now i gotta go through all this fucking rigmarole in my head as to how i'm gonna flip this so that they Mm -hmm. could so i could be like fuck off you know (laughs) like it's just so much work. Yes. I, I mean, how do you how do you two feel about that?
3: Yeah, I'd say um, in terms of defining stereotypes, that's never my goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I feel like my goal is have a really good-ass time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm not, in that way, I'm, like, not going to pigeonhole myself into a stereotype and I'm not going to let right. myself be pigeonholed into a stereotype at the same yeah. time. Like, if someone else is trying to, like, put some kind of a narrative on me that I don't like, I'm like, okay, I have agency over this scene. Like, I get to decide, like, maybe we cut the scene or maybe we like cut to a different moment or like, maybe like, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. just like w- in what way do I, boundaries I don't know. My, yeah. It's, it, it's all back, back to boundaries. And I, I'm pretty particular about who I play with right now. Cause I gotta know, I gotta know at first, like, and, and that's one of my boundaries as an improviser is that I have to know that you as a human being understand what my gender is, or at least want to. You know, Mm -hmm. or at least really actively trying to. And if you don't understand that I'm black and if you don't understand that I'm trans Mm -hmm. and if you don't understand that I'm neurodivergent, then like we can't play together because Mm -hmm. I'm going to get disrespected or like something is going to happen. that's going to make the improv not worth it. You're putting yourself
2: in harm's way. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) To be a member of the cool kids of improv, which is us. I got to ask this question. (laughs) What are you doing with your hair? I really like what you do with your hair, see, Michael. Do you have any tips or products or anything I, I can <laughs> John's going
2: to have this exact same oh, i have the same thing.
1: I love screaming. it.
2: Well, um, thank you. Um,
3: I... <laughs>
0: ridiculous <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but I really I, do want to know is it Cantu the t- the, the product it is
0: Cantu, it it is. Is Cantu. Uh, yeah
1: okay nailed uh. it
3: nailed it um and I finger coil it after the shower and you I do see, yeah and I see a trans barber who is <sighs> white um named TJ um That's and so on much effort. TJ's on Instagram I know It's oh. I'm thinking about just dreading it because I think I'm done yeah maybe, but
1: let's do I'll do dreads with you look at dreads okay let's do dreads okay I'll see all this. right
3: Let's do it. I'm serious too.
1: Okay. Great. I mean, Great. I'm, okay. I'm, like a like a like a Basquiat is what I'm aiming for. <laughs> Joe. All
3: right.com. <laughs>
1: Fenty Beauty?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cantu, not. Oh, post- uh, yeah. into.
2: No, i Joe, Joe, Joe posted the, the link for anybody oh. who's looking for higher oh. products. Also can to Send us a check. We're
3: looking for a sponsorship.
1: Okay, give us give us give us a uh, give us more of what you want to talk about. I want to. I know it's hot over there, and it's hard to get riled yeah. up and passionate. But I mean, <laughs> what are you nerding out about right now? You know, like what is the thing yes. that you love that you're like? I'm gonna binge this. I need this. Whatever this is, I need more of it.
3: Yes, absolutely. I'm <laughs> looking for joy. I'm looking for like, <laughs> which is like I feel like it's such a generic answer, but like I get really riled up sometimes when I just like hear about people's passion projects especially trans people's passion projects I'm just like I'm doing some random Man. ass shit like I know somebody who's like doing a game show called how big is it um, and it's
0: just, like,
3: about the relative <laughs> spatial sizes of things and I'm like great like Damn I want it. more like I want more <laughs> trans art right now and I just like yes. want more black shit. And I want there to be so much, and I, I just got to say this in a panel the other day too, but I just like want so much art that is trans and queer and black that there's like room for some of it to be really shitty. Like I want mm-hmm. like because right now the the like black point. excellence trans excellence is like such a high standard that it's like, oh, sh- well, like if it's shitty, that's a problem because everyone's looking at that as like, well, see, black theater shit or like trans theater shit. Meanwhile, cis white garbage, people made fucking know?
2: Jiggly the movie with fucking.
0: Jiggly <laughs> Do, the do movie. you
2: remember that shitty movie? <laughs> Poor Jay no. though. Poor Jay though, no. they threw her into that movie. <laughs> oh, oh no. I don't remember no. that. It was like one of the, but I wanna movies, be... one of the worst movies. <laughs> like, I. Mind you, I never even watched it and I didn't watch it because everybody's like, yo, this is absolute trash! <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Send it back.
2: G- how do you, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just said g- Giggly? G- 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 Giggly. Giggly. G- 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 anyway.
1: Yeah, we, 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 deserve, <laughs> we deserve to watch uh, people, um, I don't know, have their own process, you know?
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Velvet, yes. Thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great so point. So I'm just like yeah. Yeah, I'm just jamming on joy right now. I'm jamming on people's passion projects. I'm jamming on stuff that was, like, made to make the people who are making it happy. And I'm, yeah. I'm thinking specifically about people who have been marginalized, yeah. um, mm-hmm. who are just like, I'm going to make my own joy right now. Um, and I don't really give a fuck what you feel about it. I'm like, I actually feel really great about that. Like, I feel
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> amazing
3: about that. That actually feels like exactly the kind of art that I, as an audience, want to be seeing right now. So, um,
1: the, Tell me about that the world of art, trans, black... You know, tell me what's coming out of that. This community—I mean, we can all.
2: Do you have any recommendations for us to follow? Or... There we go. Yo. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. why? Why are you picking those like pieces? Yo,
2: um, I would say, like, I would hype up literally
3: any trans art that is happening in the city right now, and I will say that right now, and I mean mm-hmm. that because. Um, I feel like we all just gotta fight for each other right now and really yeah. celebrate each other and jam on each other's work. And even if it's not my shit, like mm-hmm. I'm into it. So I would say like Lightning Rod Theater is doing lots of trans stuff right now, um, which is like uh, a treat. And mm-hmm. um, I have this fellowship, and I feel like there are like one on like lots of like one off things mm-hmm. that happen. But mm-hmm. if I'm honest, there aren't like a ton of trans groups. There was Twenty Percent Theater um, that did like queer theater, and they're ending right now. Um, Mm. and still have some programming left, I think. But, um, but in terms of like groups, in terms of troops, in terms of Mm. like like, collectives of people that are making art, um, Mm. like especially theater art and Mm. improv, like I actually can't name a ton in this city, which is, it actually just makes me really sad. I can name like one-off things that have happened. I can name things that I do and like things that just like pop up and one-off or like performance art pieces that happen, but it's actually harder to name, um, Mm like shows that are actually by trans people for trans mm-hmm. people in this city, which is part of, I think, what my like greater goal and, and work is, is is to create. Mm. So if I can just like talk about my dream. Yes. Um, yeah. Just That's to speak it into existence for. also. Um <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, so I'm imagining a future in which there's a trans theater festival and there's improv at this festival. There's scripted yeah. theater at this festival. It's devised theater at this festival. And it's a festival that has workshops. By, and it's international. It has workshops from people all over the world. Um, yeah. And... Uh, and It's open to the public but it's mostly targeted towards trans people Mm -hmm. in the audience and it just like highlights the joy and talent and like diversity of transness and I'm imagining that festival but I'm also imagining it in, in partnership with a retreat and Mm. so they'd happen every other year with each other there's the festival and then the next year there's a retreat in which it's just trans people Mm. uh, who are performers who are creators and we go into the woods or some shit and we you get paid to be there and uh and we just make some shit and Mm -hmm. there is no audience there's Mm -hmm. no audience it's just it's filmed you can use it for grants you can use it for anything that you want but um but there's no audience. It's not about the audience. It's about building the artistry. It's about building the skills. It's about playing and making connections and getting to know um, each other, like yeah, really deeply.
1: Yeah, um, and yourself, yes, and yourself, yeah. All
2: right. Well, um, when you make the GoFundMe page for that, we will be sharing it <laughs> uh, because yeah. that is- love that. That is important and that sounds genius and lovely and necessary.
1: And so much fun. Like I would fucking love I don't know if we're cussing it, but we're cussing. I would love that. John, if- <laughs> have you been here this, this whole episode? <laughs> kinda. I bet <mean>, kinda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I can't I can't tell you how much it meant to me, even though we got sent home, but I lived in projects for a spell and this one time they, they had every kid go out to the woods for one night uh maybe it was two nights but yeah. they went camping immediately we got to the campsite and i don't know i just like took off me and some other kids the bad kids we took <laughs> off and i'm like you know whatever i mean you, you asked a bunch of random community kids to come out camping you don't really know us and uh we faked that permission slip you gave us <laughs> by the we way signed <laughs> that. yeah we forged that but um the drive back when i had to realize that i got I, they had to send me help me and another kid like when we ran off and we were like making out and we got caught so then the the, the liberal white woman who wanted to come to the hood and save these kids oh, and take them no. camping had to take, had to drive me home with all her guilt like she was like just processing for this three hour ride home and i'm just like i gave up i went through all the steps i was like please take me back number two i can't go back my parents will beat me up and then number three was just like, fine, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> For three hours, I did that whole thing yeah. as a kid. And then I was like, wow, that's why a lady really meant it. Okay, well, whatever. I'm going home then. And then I just remember, like, like, as an adult reflecting, I was like, that was the first time I got introduced to, like, joy in that sort of way. And I mean, you know, I got caught and I got sent home. and broke my heart. But I could understand that I was already starting to feel like, oh, I'm with my people. I'm feeling like we're in the woods and I'm with my people and we're in the woods. What is happening? This is... I, this is just, and it, that's probably why it hurt so much too that right on I, I didn't want to leave i didn't want to escape that like i'm with my people
2: yeah you're with your people and and earth <sighs>
1: yeah yeah that i don't have to worry about no outside stuff coming in i am with my people we're here this is the most freedom and power and respect i've ever felt as a youngin so I, yeah yes and and for that whole thing that you your dream is primarily based on the experience and not what you come away with or what you could produce mm-hmm. after or what you're making. It's just like this is the values here in the experience, you know, and that's mm-hmm.
2: what I want to know is where Love are that. all of these, you know, like cis white owned campgrounds that do these fucking adult things. Why don't you donate your place for a weekend? Are you about it? Are you, you about it? Donate your you place got it? for a weekend. Yeah. You got it, right. About. You want to put your little happy pride on your fucking Instagram? Mm-hmm. Be about it, bro.
1: Yeah, come on, mm-hmm. give us that reparations. Give us that. Yeah, let's go, Sweet Peter Swanson's Dolly, uh, little ho- horse and pony <laughs> ranch. Donate that. <laughs> come on, Swenson. let us get that pony ranch for like a week. <laughs>
2: give me that pony ranch, Swanson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's good that's yeah. genius i think that's lovely yeah and i think you're gonna do it and i think that's that you have our support yeah <laughs> however we can
3: thank you <laughs> well
2: why don't you tell yeah. us before before we go why don't you tell us tell us a little about uh, naked stages about your fellowship yeah movement. you bet
3: great yeah um right now the show that we're building is about rest. And it's about, like, these two people, um, one of which is a white trans man, and the other one is me, a black trans non-binary guy, um, who um, go to a a wedding. And this is, the play takes place after the wedding, after they get back. um, And it's, uh, thank you for putting the link in there, Jill, um, to Pillsbury House and Theater. Um, And we get back, and the whole thing is just us taking care of each other. And that means, like, we order pizza, we eat edibles, Mm -hmm. I draw a bath. (laughs) like mm-hmm. <laughs> like we get to mm-hmm. eat the pizza on stage we're like mm-hmm. taking care of each other's clothing mm-hmm. like we play anderson pack and just like really just like live into the space together and take care mm-hmm. of each other so um that piece is just like all about what it means also for people of different races to be taking care of each other because like i could see another trauma play about a white and a black person mm-hmm. i and and that's like that art needs to exist too because it's also reality but that's not where I'm at right now where I'm at right now is like I'm trying to imagine other futures I'm trying to imagine better futures and so like this is this is us sort of grappling with like what does it mean to actually take care of each other and what does that mean in this world in this moment um so I'm I'm really excited about that. I'm maybe it'll totally change too. Like the concept might totally change in the fall because we don't have rehearsals this this summer. Mm-hmm. Um and then we come back in the fall to to keep building it some more. But um I love that. That's what it is right now.
1: Yo. Can I tell you how much... that principle of uh care like everything you're talking about is so needed, so necessary, and also happens, but it doesn't get Highlighted and you make me think about when I go to black barbershops. It's the only space. It's kind of just known within maybe just the black community. I don't know if it's known outside, but that's the only place for cis straight black men to be gentle and to cur- like hold mm-hmm. each other's like heads mm-hmm. and to, you know what I mean and like get in there and with a love and, and like a tenderness. It's the only space we show that to each other. Real contact, yeah. real physical contact and in a loving way and we've always conflated with care (laughs) care with some sort of like a relationship Mm. or if you're queer or something but like you you, you're talking about something bigger that's like a birthright for everybody to feel you know tended to and they can care and and yeah all of it like it's it's just like a it's a human need and you're putting words to it and you know and blocking it with people and making that art that's great yeah that's wonderful it's challenging Honestly, see, if you put on a show for uh, three hours, I'll watch a live play, three hours, maybe an intermission, old knees, of people just caring for one another. And I remember Rihanna Yazi, Native director, owner of Native Theater, had this beautiful play. And one of the segments, they talked about how in Native cultures, the, the mothers and the grandmothers would care for these young women who I think were like 12 or 13, if they got sick or something, they couldn't even leave. They had to like stay put. They got their hair taken care of by all the elders. They were just pampered in a very nurturing way to just share that this is a standard. You, sh- you should expect this and give this. This yeah. is like how, how it, it, we get down. You know, people have good days, they got bad days. But we have days where we just yes. care too. It's, yes it's, it's yes yes
3: it. get what you deserve wow. know what you deserve and then that. get it yeah. and only like being in relationships mm-hmm. with people like artistic relationships and personal relationships with people who can give you what you deserve i feel like that's like that's where i'm at as an artist and as a human being right now is i'm just like mm-hmm. i don't have i don't have time for things that i don't deserve and that's not on like it's not shit on other people it's just like i'm i'm finally realizing what it is that i deserve and i want that <laughs> and I want that for everybody.
1: Yeah. Yes.
2: That's wonderful, and that's a wonderful note to end on. And I hope I—I no! I sure as fuck <laughs> hope that we did right by you today. <laughs> in yeah, in, because you—you've—I've learned so much, and I'm so grateful that you came on the show. And I'm getting emotional, yeah. so I'm gonna stop cry- Stop talking, because I will start crying. Oh.
3: <laughs> oh. Thank you for having me. It's been a treat. I'm a Pisces. I'll never make fun of
2: you for crying. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a Sagittarius. I will address the facts. You, you will... both are crying. And <laughs> not being made fun of. No, okay. John. You'd probably make a little
0: fun. <laughs> a little I fun. would. Probably. Be.
1: Oh, you can see you can see each other at the end of the month of June when we have the Black and Funny T- Twin Cities Fest. If you can, yeah, make it out. But you'll be there.
2: And yeah. that'll be. We're going to have another live recording that day, uh, that weekend, and it'll be in Minneapolis. So we're very, very excited. I'm very excited to come meet my Minneapolis friends that I've all met through John. (laughs)
1: oh <laughs> everybody loves you at least we can't uh we can't yeah it's gonna be fun uh well i don't want to speak for c and everybody else <laughs> i love you he's like least. i can't
2: tell you that c is probably like pretty <laughs> annoyed with you at this point <laughs> 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 how dare you i'm not
1: <laughs> <laughs> i would not even joke at that because the <laughs> enemy would like that <laughs> the enemy. The enemy? i don't know
2: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right well any any anything else that we want to tell the people from either of you
1: C
3: uh you're hot you're hot i like you um (laughs) temperature wise (laughs) you look good um i believe in you in terms of the work and you getting what you want that's
2: right that's right people you are hot and we believe in you that's beautiful john
1: that's it that i would echo that 100 you are hot we do believe in you um we have many more things to come um This is an episode I think you probably want to listen two or three times. Mm -hmm. If you thought you heard everything, I don't really think you did. If you, yeah, the journal thing is big. A big takeaway for me is you never can be done with that journal. People think that, you know, I've done journaling for all my life. It's never done. It keeps going. It keeps growing. And and it it should be. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder that Mm -hmm. because it's not really like a responsibility the way in which we think of like cutting your grass or some sort of civic thing that it's like this is for you. Yeah. This is for you to enjoy you and your experience and time on Earth. Go yeah. enjoy it. Like, get in that book. Yeah. I love yeah. that.
2: You know, you know what else is for you? I'm about to do some shameless ass shit.
1: Okay, get it, get you it. You know
2: what else is for you? This fucking show. So go on patreon.com <laughs> okay. slash Elise and John's show and join okay. that motherfucker, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We learned how to promote stuff from watching our favorite rappers growing up. (laughs) If y'all don't get on this Patreon, you're a sucker. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. Subscribe to the Patreon. We got cool things we want to do. We want to meet so many new artists that we've never met that are BIPOC around the world. We want to get new equipment.
2: Showcase them. We
1: want to get gold. We want to invest in (laughs) stuff. Uh,
2: (laughs) I didn't start this show until I had this fucking gold mic.
1: That's right. That's right.
2: So, uh, see Michael, if you want to plug your social media, that would be great.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. Yep. And do you um, need an AC unit? See. No. Okay, gotcha.
3: My gotcha.
2: social media on Instagram.
3: I feel like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I said it. My allergies. I got cooler. <laughs> um, is um at cm m, um on Instagram, cm a a s i r m. On Instagram.com yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also I have a, a GoFundMe page for my phalloplasty surgery right now and you can donate to that um, yeah. on my Instagram account yes
2: please. Cool. And, the, so, and the link is yeah. is in the comments.
1: How are, how are you doing with that goal?
3: Yeah. We're at like, we're at 2000 out of, um, $9,000 right now, which is like amazing. I just posted yeah. it this week and I'm just like really feeling the love. So, um, thank you for helping me get more body. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. And don't forget people embodiment and alignment. Make it your life. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so you. much. St. Michael. We're out of here folks. Thanks for Bye. hanging with us. Bye.